0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Paul, back with you. DJ Jordana here in spirit. She'll be back on the air with us tomorrow. I have such respect for people who step up, who don't just talk about how they'd like to help, but actually put their lives on pause and help other human beings. Stephen Givett is... um, actually from Houston, and he recently returned from a two-week trip to Poland where he served food to refugees through World Central Kitchen. Stephen, joining us today on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Stephen, great to have you with us.
1: Thank you. It's good to be with you.
0: So you're from Houston, and I, I just want you to map this out a little bit and retrace your steps for listeners. You were what? You were skiing in Colorado and... And DJ, my producer said that you you had a calling, um, not quite a vision, but it, it was pretty black and white in your mind what you had to do, right? Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, I was sitting at, uh, at dinner with my son and grandson, uh, catching up on what was going on in this terrible war. And I saw a picture that I think so many people have told me they've seen. It was a picture of of a row of buggies left at a train station by Polish women for Ukrainian women who were arriving with children and didn't have a buggy. And I saw it, and uh, I booked a flight to Poland. Literally. Just like that? Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I didn't know where I was going to be staying. But I knew where this town was because I had my phone, and I found the nearest airport, and I booked a flight there, and I booked a flight back, and I gave myself about 14 or 15, 16 days, whatever it was, and I just knew I had to be there. My grandfather was from uh, the Crimea, he was Ukrainian. And the other three sides of the family, if you were, were all Polish. And it just struck me. These are my people helping my people. And all those people have been fighting with each other for a hundred years. But they came together, and wow. it just... I had to be there.
0: Steve, what, what was that like, being there? I mean, talk about... A, a, I'm, I'm certain you were welcomed, right? Did, did it turn out like you imagined it, maybe in your mind's eye?
1: No, you know... You can't imagine, you cannot imagine all that's going on. Uh, the town of uh, Semish has 60 62,000 people. And half a million people have gone through there. <laughs> it's, nice. it's, and, and they have to keep moving. They, they keep spreading them out uh, beyond in, throughout Poland and beyond Poland. Um, I literally, I had no idea when I was there, how I was doing what I was doing. I'm 72 years old. I'm, I'm a skier, but I'm not in the best shape. And I was carrying around 80, pe- uh, 80 pounds of potatoes at a time. I was literally, I wasn't aware of it, but I was literally running on adrenaline for 12 days in the kitchen. When I got home, my whole body was swollen and bloated. It, it was a week before I physically recovered. And the emotional recovery is still... A work in progress.
0: Talk a little bit, now, you're Jewish, how, how does your faith enter into this? You said it was a calling. I mean, was, was there almost like a religious imperative for you to go? My son-in-law
1: is a Lutheran minister. He lives a few miles from me. Uh-huh. And uh, in the Lutheran faith, a minister or pastor gets a calling. He doesn't get hired into a new job, he gets a calling and I never understood that word until the moment I booked that flight. It, it was, it was an imperative. I could not fail to be there. It was, I, I was just drawn. Stephen. I think, I think it must be something like the day after Pearl Harbor. Yeah.
0: Almost like being hit by lightning and, and you know, it when yeah. it happens and, um uh yeah there's no gray it's 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 black and white what What advice would you have to people here in Minnesota in the upper midwest? People are listening uh nationwide on the odyssey app. What advice would you have to people who may be toying with the idea it's It's so easy to go you know go fund me and hey, I'm going to give fifty bucks and pat myself on the back and you know I did a mitzvah I did a good thing. What advice would you have to maybe it's a small minority of people who could do more than that, who could show up and be part of the solution, be part of the healing process in Poland or in Ukraine? What would you say to them right now, Steve?
1: Well, first, let me tell you the advice I have to everyone who thinks this war is unjust is do something. If if you cannot go. You can't go if your health won't allow for it, if you can't afford to take off work, or if you can't afford the ticket, it's okay. There's something you can do. You can write a letter to your elected officials and tell them what you think needs to be done. Everybody can do something. If it's not money, if it's not a letter, if you want to go, I say do a little more planning than I did. Accommodations are really tight there. The first uh, week, I was driving 90 minutes over the Carpathian Mountains, two mountain passes each way each day because I couldn't find lodging nearby. But, but just just know that it will change you forever. It will change what you think is important. It will change your sense of who you are and what you're capable of doing. And it will make you appreciate How lucky we are for all the division in this country. We are all so lucky to be here and not to have to. We have our problems. I don't have to tell you what they are. But we are all so lucky to be here and far from this sort of thing.
0: I could not agree more. Uh, Every American, whether they realize it or not, has won the lotto. Just by being here and being able to enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy. And Stephen, um, I am in awe of your sacrifice and, uh, your eloquence. Thank you for, for going over there and inspiring hopefully some of our listeners to step up and become more involved in this fight. Is there any ambiguity in your mind over who is the aggressor? I mean, no. is, is this, I mean, is this good versus evil?
1: Yes. It is good versus evil. It's so clear. All you have to do is see a 75-year-old woman walk through the door when she is entering Poland and hear her describe how she had spent four weeks to get 700 miles, part on foot, part on local buses, had one to two slices of bread a day, that's all she had, to walk up to this enormous assortment of food we had for anyone who was there and have this woman say, do you have a little something for me? If that doesn't tear you apart, nothing will.
0: Stephen Givett, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story on CCO. God bless you, and uh, thank you for what you did and what you're doing right now.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You have a good day. You too. Thank you.